Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 106. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Hello. Welcome to another episode. I'm so stoked that you are here. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back and back and back again. I love you. If you're new to this show, welcome to the party. This is, believe it or not, a fun show, mostly based on marketing. Yep. We managed to make that happen. Um, talking about social media marketing, online marketing, and sometimes just fun social media chat about, you know, making a cool video or something. So I'm glad that you're here. Um, it's a good episode. My guest, Jamira Pollard, coming up in just a little bit, is um, an expert at um, at coaching you on on being well-rounded. All right, having a well-rounded life and finding some sense of balance between business and life. So that's actually a really cool conversation, um, especially for me to have with someone because I don't feel like I'm very balanced most of the time, which you probably relate to that. Um, so that's coming up here in a few minutes. I want to say that because this episode is coming out on November 1st, first of all, what how is it November? I know I sound like such an old lady right now, but I'm just whatever. I don't understand how it's November. What what happened? Why 2020 seemed like the longest fucking year in the world. <laughs> and 2021 seems like it's gone by so fast. I don't even know how to handle it. Um, like I said, I kind of feel like an old lady saying that, like, where has the time gone? But anyway, whatever. It's November 1st. <laughs> and I'm stoked because I love November and December. I am your, um, you know, classic basic bitch. Like, give me some Hallmark movies and some uh, some coffee. Like, you know, I don't know. Give me an iced coffee. Give me a hot one. Whatever. It depends on the weather here in Houston. Of course, it's a roller coaster ride. Um, give me, um, give me, you know, holiday music um, all throughout the stores. I, I want to watch all the movies. I want to do all the things. So I am excited about this time of year. I just cannot believe it's November 1st. Also, I should mention that my big brother – just got married the other day. So I am, while I'm recording this right now, he's not married yet. 
All right. Because today when I'm recording it is Tuesday, October 26th. On Saturday, October 30th, my brother Zach is marrying Vanessa. And not only am I wearing a beautiful dress in the wedding party, but I'm also officiating the wedding. So at the time that you are hearing this, it's a done deal. They are Mr. and Mrs. And hopefully I did a good job and I didn't cry too hard during the ceremony since I have to lead the motherfucker. Um, so I'm sure we had a great time. Um, and in uh, Halloween, I hope that you had a happy, fun Halloween. If you have kids, hopefully they had some fun and had some fun costumes and got some candy and, um, you know, did all of the things. So anyway, but I want to say congratulations to Zach and Vanessa. I love you guys. I'm so happy for you. And right now you're in Las Vegas on your honeymoon and I hope that you are having a blast. Okay. Moving on. Um, I want to talk to you for a sec. Since my guest Jamira is talking about, um, the well-rounded life, I thought it would be appropriate to match it with a talk about the well-rounded social media presence and give you a few tips on how you can do that. Um, I, I understand that um, sometimes it can be a challenge to be super consistent and disciplined um, showing up on social media um, for a lot of people, all different kinds of business owners and brands. It can be a challenge to really to be solid on there. Even some of the, some people over the years, you know, that I thought were like super solid and they definitely had their shit together, um, definitely did not. And sometimes vanish off of social media um, altogether. So it's an interesting thing and I don't want it to, um, to um, make you feel too overwhelmed, but it is a good idea to have an, a well-rounded presence for most types of brands. Sure, there's always exceptions, but for most, it's good to have a presence in more than one place and to just kind of, like I said, make it make it like a well-rounded thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Instagram, LinkedIn, and email as our example, okay? And it can be any combination of any platforms or whatever, but I'm going to use those three as an example, right? So say you, uh, you want to make sure you're active on Instagram, LinkedIn, and sending out emails to an email list. How do you do that? How do you do that without pulling your hair out? How do you do that <laughs> and do it well and not let it dominate all of your time? Because like bottom line, you need to be like spending time making money, of course. So here's, here are a few tips that will help you navigate that. So we're dealing with Instagram, LinkedIn, and email. First of all, and this could be a whole other topic that we talk about all together, but, and I have, I've talked about email marketing a lot, but email marketing is something that is so cool because you can set up automation. And if you listen to every episode, I think there were a few, a few episodes ago, I did talk about setting up, setting up your email automation. And even for my membership for Small Biz Social Society, which if you're not a member, hello, join us, smallbizsocialsociety.com. Um, there is also actually a class on email marketing 101 is there as well. So you want to set up your email marketing to have some automation so that you have, um, first of all, an offer, um, some reason for some, you know, some incentive for someone to join your email list. I mean, not that they won't join just because they think you're fabulous. Maybe they will, but most people, um, most people, you know, they need some sort of incentive to want to join an email list of someone, right? So you're going to come up with your offer and you're going to like create something digital on Canva. And now remember, we are an affiliate for Canva. So you can go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro 
and you can try Canva Pro for free for 30 days. But here's what you want to do. You want to go on there on Canva. You're going to create a digital product. So if you are a real estate agent, um, then you're going to, you're going to make some sort of free downloadable document. That's like, um, top four tips on selling your home fast. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I just came up with that off the top of my head and you're going to create this beautiful document with Canva and it's going to be pretty with your colors and your fonts and you're going to have your four tips and it's going to be amazing, right? And you have that and you save it. When you go to set up your email marketing, your automation and everything, you can actually set up a form where people can, you know, subscribe, right? They give you their email address, their name, so they can join your email list. And it's going to say on there, like, you know, get my top four tips for selling your home fast when you join my email list right here or whatever, however you want to say it. And when people join, because you went and you set up the automation, when they join, they automatically get an email with those four tips, just like you promised them. That document is right there. They can just click on it and download it and open it up and they get that. And then they're on your email list. And then here's the kicker. You have to like send them shit on a regular basis. You're going to have to send them emails every single week. And, you know, you can set that up automatically as well. Like you could sit and write three or four or five emails at a time, you know, ahead of time and set them up to go out. Like, like I do on my email list, they go out every single Monday, every Monday, all my people get an email from me with like a note from me, what's going on. And then maybe like, you know, what's happening on the new episode of the podcast that day, what's happening in my business and my membership, some funny story from my family, whatever. Right. Every Monday without fail. I don't even remember the last time I missed a Monday. Never miss a Monday. (laughs) We give a whole new meaning to that. Also, the podcast comes out on Mondays. So you got to send emails. So get this flow going, right? Make sure you have it set up and you're getting people to join the email list on a regular basis. And these emails are going out weekly to your people. You got that flowing. Now, you want to have Instagram and LinkedIn flowing just as well. Listen, one of these three things you can be heavy on. So you don't have to equally distribute your efforts. It doesn't have to be 33%, 33.333% on each of the three things. It's just that like maybe, you know, you really, really like LinkedIn better than the others. So you're going to put a little bit more effort into LinkedIn, but you're still going to do the others. Get it? We're not neglecting anything. Okay. So here's an example on how Instagram and LinkedIn can work together. So you've got your email set up. That's cool. Sending out emails every week to everybody. Awesome. For example, you can create also in Canva. (laughs) Can you tell I'm obsessed with Canva? (laughs) Seriously, you have to try it. Um, If you have not yet, do it, do it, do it. Go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva pro and then thank me later. Um, So you're going to go on to Canva and say you're going to create some sort of posts. Let's say you're going to create a carousel post, which is essentially just a post that you design in Canva that's a multi-page or multi-image post, right? So it's like, it's not just one image. Maybe there's up to 10 because on Instagram you can have up to 10. And it's like, again, let's go with the real estate agent. Um, Here are my top four tips on selling your home fast. And then you're going to that's the first slide. And then the next one, it says tip number one, blah, blah, blah. And the next is tip number two, tip number three. And you make this whole thing where there's multiple images. You save it. This is seriously, take notes here. Save it from Canva in regular photo format, right? Like the PNG format or whatever you like to use for that. And the photo format is what's going to work on Instagram. You can also save another version of it as PDF, and the PDF works on LinkedIn. 
beautifully. So you didn't have to create two things. You created one, the exact same piece of content, as long as you're, you know, trying to reach the exact same kind of people, I presume, on each platform. And you didn't have to create it twice. You created it once. And then you can post one on Instagram and one on LinkedIn. Bada bing, bada boom, done. And you didn't even have to do double the effort. So anytime you can be in that situation where you repurpose something, you feel like it would work well on both, do it. And then here's what you do. Say you want to be more focused on LinkedIn. Well, maybe that means that you only check your Instagram, I don't know, three times a week. But you check your LinkedIn seven times a week because you're really into LinkedIn. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to do everything the same on every platform. But if you want to have any sort of results or community or any sense of connection on a platform, you do have to choose when you're going to show up and stick to it. So like I said, you could show up on Instagram three times a week, make whatever post you're going to make, check your messages, reply to people, engage with some of your people, you know, do your thing, and then move on with your life. All the while, you're spending every day on LinkedIn because you love it so much. All right? You can do it this way. And see, what's going to end up happening when you're when you're working it like this is that it's going to suddenly start feeling like this well-oiled machine, and you're just going to get in this groove. But the thing is, is that you have to keep with it for a while. It takes time. This is such a huge one. Like so many people, you want such quick results with fucking everything, everything. I mean, with a health journey, with making money, with social media, whether it's following and engagement or whatever the hell you're looking for. And there's really not a snap your fingers type of solution to, well, like, barely any of these things, as we all know, when we really stop and think about it. But for some reason, we get extra impatient when it comes to social media. I had one person say, no, I tried reels. I posted I posted uh, three reels and it just didn't work for me. Three? Are you serious? Three? Three total ever? And like, that is, that's nothing. That's a blip on the, like, it's nothing. It's, you have to do more. You have to be more consistent than that and stick with it. So get this groove going. Stick to your thing. Make sure you're sending out the email every single week. Make sure you're showing up on LinkedIn. You're showing up on Instagram and you're showing up the amount of times you want on the different platforms. You're repurposing, uh, not platforms, you're repurposing (laughs) content from one platform to the next, any chance you get. And you're really grooving with all three of those. And then you make sure that your branding is consistent. Make sure your profile picture is the same on both, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram so that it matches. Make sure your general like description, bio, that kind of thing matches, at least for the most part. You can change it up a little bit, you know, make sure it makes sense and matches for the most part. So it's very easy for people to understand. Make sure your branding on your emails is similar colors and all these things. And it's all going to flow really, really well. I'm telling you. That's how you can be feel like you're well-rounded, having a well-rounded presence on social media. I hope that was helpful. I just wanted to give you that example of how you can actually make all of that flow together. And look, when you write emails, like I've been known to go back to emails that I wrote and take part of the email that I wrote and use that as a caption in social media. In fact, it's actually pretty smart to do that if you're lining up the timing, because then all of your content can like have the same theme all week if you want to. If that helps you stay organized and helps you stay on brand and stay focused, say your email was about (laughs) how to sell your home fast. If you're a real estate agent, we'll just stick with that example. Well, then 
any of the wording you wrote in that email that went out to your audience, you can use any of that in in social media captions. Like no, there's no caption police. Like they're not going to be like, uh-oh, oh, Brittany, gotcha. Those three sentences in your caption, those are from that email you sent. You used it twice. Uh Uh-oh. No, nobody gives a shit, first of all. Also, unfortunately, people probably aren't going to notice because everybody's so busy with their own life. They're not going to notice that you use the exact same wording from one to the other. And third of all, it's actually a good idea when it comes to branding to repeat yourself. So do that. And that's going to make it all much easier on you. Okay. I'm going to stop talking about this because I really want you to hear my chat with the lovely, intelligent Jemira Pollard coming up next. Today's guest is a well-rounded life and business coach and course creator for creatives that aspire to create and live with grace, passion, and purpose. Through her coaching firm, Coaching for Creatives, she finds joy as the strategic support and encouragement for entrepreneurs seeking a thriving business and a well-rounded life. This gal was recognized as one of HoneyBook's 20 on-the-rise business coaches, and she hosts her top-rated podcast, Living Well-Rounded. And some fun facts, she is married to her high school sweetheart, is a mom of two, and she's always ready to use her passport. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Jemira Pollard. Thank you, Brittany. How are you? You're welcome. And I am, I'm doing good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that intro. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love doing the intro while we're already recording. I know not everybody does that, but I find it to be fun and kind of like hype. I like I'm your hype girl at that moment. You sure did. I was like, oh, wow. Yes. She does have two kids and a husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, um, well, I'm so happy that you're here. And as I mentioned to you before we started recording, um, I've never had anybody talk about what we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, which is, which is elevating your client experience, turning your clients into your ambassadors, which we'll dig into that here in a few minutes. Cause I'm, I'm super stoked for the listeners to hear your thoughts on that. But before we do that, just tell us what, what you do in your own words, as far as coaching, like beyond my <laughs> exciting hype girl introduction, um, and what that means to somebody listening, if they don't understand what that means to have a business coach and all that. Awesome. So hello, everyone out there listening. I am Jamaya Pollard. I am a coach for creative entrepreneurs and also uh, women. And I also say just busy bees because I do have some male clients. And I coach uh, mainly solopreneurs, small businesses that are ready to streamline and to do less work and make more money. And so my clients are people that are looking for systems, automation, um, ways to just take their business to the next level. Um, I'm a former wedding planner. I was a wedding planner for about 12 years in the DMV area. So I've been in the trenches. I know what it's like. And so now I'm using my experience and education to coach other people so that they can do more of what they love and um, just make changes in the world using their gifts. I love that so much. Okay. So I love that you were a wedding planner. I just don't, if you don't mind, I know it's a little bit off topic, but I got to ask, <laughs> like, do you have a standout like story or something? I mean, I feel like that's a profession that's going to bring a story or a crazy experience or even just something really sweet, right? Like you're seeing the most important day of people's life. Like, yes, it's major. Well, I, have, I have plenty of stories, Brittany. Yes. In 12 <laughs> years, you see everything. Um, but I'm just going to say summon it up. It is the biggest blessing to be able to help someone just 
bring their dream to fruition. You know, there are a lot of women and even some men who dream about their wedding from when they were little. And then to actually put all the pieces together, you literally plan for years for what is usually like an eight hour day. Like people don't put it in perspective that you're planning for years for something that is for a little bit of time. And so because of that, I'm very, you know, I used to be very intentional with how we plan things, who we had on board to execute. But I tell people all the time, there are going to be people who are never happy. There are going to be people who are just miserable. And, you know, you come across them and you just know that if you did your best, that's all you can do. Um, Because I've had some people where you're like, thank you, Lord, it's over. I will never have to see them again. But I do have some clients that are Facebook friends, Instagram friends, lifelong friends at this time because of me being able to be with them through that process. So it was right. great. Yeah. Well, and that's, it, it's how cool is it that you did that? And now you do what you do. Like it totally, I, I see, I know you obviously you do, but like, I can see the connection immediately as to how like that profession serves you in this one as well. Right. Like you said, like you're helping someone, you know, see, see through their, their dreams and their goals and accomplish this really important thing, which is essentially what you do as a coach, when you're trying to help someone accomplish big things in their business and their life, like it, yeah, it makes absolutely. total sense. It was an easy transition because at the end of the day, when you are a planner, you're the person that is leading, guiding, setting the, the framework and the blueprint in order to reach a common goal. And so that's the, the beauty of coaching now is that I get to still be a part of people's lives that are in the wedding industry. A lot of my clients are still in the wedding space. And so it's refreshing to see what the latest and greatest is. And it keeps me on my toes so I can stay um, up to date and able to help them and serve them as well. So I'm still, still around, still in it, but (laughs) in a different capacity. Right. Right. Okay. I think that's really cool. I think that's so interesting. I'm sure that like maybe you're sick of the, um, what is that? Was the movie called the wedding planner? You're probably like, okay, I've seen it. Okay. JLo, we got it. Put your little spray Avion bottle. Like we get it. Um, (laughs) love it. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay. Seriously though, moving on to the actual topic. So, um, like I said, I love this because we've never talked with anybody about this before. So turning your clients into your ambassadors, um, clearly means that you need to serve them well so that they are very happy with you and go shout your praises from the rooftops, essentially. Actually, um, how can someone even approach that thought? Like what's the beginning of even trying to get there with your clients so that they literally, sh- you know, shot your praises from the re- rooftops. I always say that when you are developing your business, I'm um, always say start with systems and workflows. And I talk about that often teach on it, courses on it, whatever. But when you know what the workflow and process is from the, from inquiry to even the one year anniversary, I, you know, I served my clients up into that point. When you look at your system and every single thing that happens, when you send your emails, when you follow up, when you schedule meetings, when you deliver whatever your service is, after you take a look at your um, system, from there, you need to determine where can you add touch points where you can delight your client or your customer. It can be the smallest thing from a happy Happy Monday. You know, you were on my mind this weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. You know, just reaching out if you need anything to remind you that I'm here. It can be their birthdays. You remind, you know, I, in my intake form, I would ask them for their birthdays or special events or whatever, so that I would make a note to reach out for, to them for those um, special events. 
It could be something where um, for my wedding clients, I used to do wedding free Wednesday where I would send them a gift card to their favorite restaurant or somewhere where they did not have to talk about the wedding. They can just talk about whatever they wanted and just not focus on the wedding to take a break from it. But it would be just small surprises like that that would delight them. And so I just want to challenge someone that's listening to look at from the beginning to end in areas where you can just jump in and just let your clients know that you are thinking about them because you know what's going to happen. They're going to then tell their friends and their family like, oh, my coach, my planner, my web designer, whatever, they just checked on me to see how I was doing and and they, you know, are going to tell everybody about it. I like to send small little gifts because you know why? They're going to Instagram it. They're going to tag you. They're going to, and so they're, they're basically marketing for you because people are, they're, they're going to want those things and be envious. Like, man, my coach never sent me, you know, a bottle of champagne or just because. So those are the things where I'm like surprise and delight versus disappoint um, your clients in this process. So take a look at the system, see where you can incorporate some t- touch points and get to work on that component. That's cool. That's really cool. Especially like the birthday thing. How simple, like just get people's exactly. birthday and then just send them a nice note. If you can't send them champagne, but send them champagne if you can or whatever, right. that's amazing. <laughs> and also you mentioned systems. Oh my gosh. That like, I, you'll have to come back. We'll have a whole other conversation on that because that is a yes. whole other animal in itself. And it's so important. And it's something I've, I've learned, like, you know, a lot of people learn whenever you start hiring people <laughs> that you need to have those. <laughs> That's what I started learning. Like when I first hired my first team member, I was like, okay, so, um, I don't have the steps on how to do this. No, I I'd like to your point. I, I literally teach courses on it because when you're ready to up level, take it to the next step. How are you going to train your team member? Where are they going to get their resources? It's not written out. It's not documented. It, it, it takes time to do it, but it will be the biggest payoff later um, along the road and journey. So systems, systems. Right, systems. right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're definitely coming back to talk more about that. Um, I still need help with that. Like I got a little better, but you know. Um, okay. So you're saying definitely work you want to have your systems and your workflows, of course. And then you insert these moments essentially where you're making sure and you're reaching out to them and you're having a good moment with, with your client, whether it's a birthday or something else. I love that. I love that so much. Yes. And let me just just jump in. Even if you don't, I don't want you to be discouraged if you don't have the system or, you know, process or whatever in place now, but just in general, just really think about areas where you can just send them a note, a DM, a card, a whatever it is. If you are a coach and you have a client that is, I'm just going to use the example again, a web designer, just show them some love on your Instagram page. Like, oh, I really love this person's work because they're going to appreciate those things. So don't, don't be discouraged if your system's not there yet, but just really think about areas where you can just, just check in. Right. Right. Well, and and I think we can all think about how impactful this can be with your, with your clients and stuff, you know, doing these little things, whenever we think about when we've been in a situation where somebody did that for us, you know, like, I mean, think about when you go into a lot of stores these days, I won't call anybody out, but a lot of big stores these days you go in and you're really probably not going to get the best customer service. They may not really know as much as what you hope they do. But then when you do have an experience where you go into a, a, even just a simple store, a grocery store, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, and somebody's actually 
just a little extra nice or just kind of goes a little out of the way. You remember that and it makes you feel so good. Just that little gesture. It's so true. And then it makes you think, you know, I get a lot of, I make a lot of decisions based off of Yelp, TripAdvisor and all these other places. And that's a prime example of someone when they do go above and beyond, you will then have a customer or consumer or client singing your praises and just shouting you out and you didn't have to pay them. You did not have to spend any money, but that will definitely be a factor for people that are making decisions on where they're going to spend their money and their time. Right. Right. Um, I love that you mentioned that a lot of times when you get, when you do these things and you, you are taking your, your relationship with your clients to that next level, and you're going out of your way a little bit that they will a lot of times share on social media, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. And you have got to like reshare these things and don't be shy about it. Right. I think that's another interesting thing I see in business owners. I don't know about you, like where there, some people get really self-conscious about social media, about like, I don't want to be too braggy. And I'm like, eh, but if it's your business and somebody was happy with what you did, you should tell people. (laughs) Absolutely. Because people have FOMO and they want a taste of that. They, they, they definitely want what the other person has. It sounds terrible, but y'all it's it's a fact. So if you know that, you know, someone is getting loved on and, and spoiled and you see their business going to new heights for whatever reason, you're like, I want that too. And so, yeah, you people, if you share it and you post it, it definitely will bring more people your way because they're going to want to feel that same amount of love and excitement that the other client felt as well. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so, so impactful. Um, okay. So how does this, and this is just a curious question about your well-rounded, um, approach to everything. How, how do you, like, did you, did it take you a while to, I'm sorry, I can't talk, but did it take you a while to find that for yourself in your business? I, this is like, I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot, but I love that you focus on the well-rounded life thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how you came to that. So then you could help others do that in their business, in their life. I realized when my mother passed away, um, she passed away at age 50 from breast cancer. So for me, it was seeing someone that you love just, you know, deteriorate from this horrible disease of cancer. It made me realize that life is too short. It made me realize that every second of every day needs to be intentional and as much as we love our work, as much as we love, you know, our family and all the things, how will you make room for the things that you say matter most? So instead of making excuses on why I couldn't do things or excuses on why I have to stay at my computer till four in the morning, if I say my family is a priority, then my actions need to reflect that. And so for me, it was like, all right, you get one life, one chance. So how am I going to make the most time with these people um, that I love with and how am I going to serve these clients to the best of my ability? And so it just forced me to better uh, manage my time to be more, more productive, to communicate with people on what is needed to, to get things done. And most importantly, it, it'll force me to take care of myself. And so, you know, living well-rounded to me, I always say is a choice. You have to make a choice that you want to change things, that you want to get off the hamster wheel that you want to stop chasing this so-called thing of balance, that it's okay to take a break from work. Like I'm in a season of a break right now in order to focus on health, your family, and to just really work with blinders on and take the business to the next level. So you don't have to juggle all the balls, do all the things all at the same time. 
you have to just know what needs your priority in that season, shift and pivot when necessary. So that's, that's my theory on living well-rounded. I love that. It's interesting that I'm talking to you today because I had a a less than well-rounded moment for myself last night. Cause I was working until I was, it was like 10 PM Sunday mm-hmm. night. And, um, I just got so emotional cause I had so many things and it, you know, it's a roller coaster, right. As a business owner, sometimes yeah. you have lots on your to-do list and sometimes you, maybe you don't, you know, and sometimes those days you have lots on your to-do list can be really hard. So I, yeah. I, I had to like, I let it out. I had a little cry. My husband was like, he, he's like, it's going to be okay. And <laughs> got it out. I was like, okay. Yeah. Better. <laughs> it, 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 it will be okay. And, but in the moment you're like, all right, mm-hmm. how do we make adjustments so that you yes. don't have to feel that way? Nothing's going to be perfect for sure. But, you know, you mentioned you have team members. It's so hard to let go and to let other people do things. And even myself right now, I'm like, all right, I need to make a list for my VA because I've been doing too many things that are considered time sucks where I'm yes. just not being productive with how I use the people around me. And that's the other component to living well-rounded is outsourcing. And it's also hiring people smarter than you in certain areas. And so you can operate in your zone of genius. And so that's so important if you do want to treat your business as if it's a fortune 500 company, that's what I tell people all the time. Like if you want this, even if you always want to keep a boutique and small vibe, you still need to give it the same respect that you would if you was in a boardroom with, you know, some heavy hitters as well. Right. Oh, that's so true. I mean, I know I always need to hear that kind of encouragement and I know a lot of people do as well. Cause, cause it's like a, it's, it's a weird, I don't know if it's like an, it's probably a mixture of an ego thing and a, and a control thing and a stress thing or something about like letting certain things go to let someone else take care of them. And like how you said, also um, hiring someone to do something because they're better at it than you are. That is not always easy because when you have all the control, at least at Mm -hmm. first in your business, you feel like, how could anybody possibly do this better than me? Yeah, <laughs> it's mine, it's <laughs> but it's, but they, but they can, <laughs> and yeah, we absolutely need, can. I had to come to that realization myself and it was not an easy one, but once I did, I was like, Oh, Oh no, this is much better. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and, and you have to, you have to let go because as I mentioned before, and let's just go back to the example of fortune 500 company, you don't see the CEO doing all the things they have a team under them that are just reporting back and doing their task as a sign to help with the common goal. And so how will you operate from a CEO mentality and not a worker bee crazy person mentality? Right. God, that's so true. Yes. Um, something that I've noticed as trying to, you know, be, be more well-rounded in general with life and business is like, when you're a parent, clearly that's a whole, um, mm-hmm. that's a whole thing in itself. And for me, I noticed that it doesn't always have to, like, I don't always have to do it the way that other people do it essentially. And so like for my kids, they might respond well to me doing blah, 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 when that's not what hers respond well to or whatever. Right. right. So, cause I, cause at the beginning when I was trying to like, listen to people's advice, <laughs> I would try to do things the way other people do it, do mm-hmm. like with my children, the way we spend our time together or whatever. And then I quickly learned that my kids are unique and they, you know, they need me. Like they like to have 
focused mom for like 20 minutes and like getting lots of attention. And then they like to go and do their own thing after that. But it took me a while to learn that. You know what I mean? You, your kids are exactly like mine where they are like mommy, mommy, mommy. And I give them all my attention. Then they're like, all right, I'm cool. I can go back to coloring. I can yeah. go on the iPad. I can do whatever, but it's, it, it works well when you do learn what works for your family. And to your point, every family is different. I always say every business is different. Every client is different. And you have to do a little bit more legwork to figure out how to serve them in the best way and not just feel like it's a template 24 seven. So, you know, going back to the client experience thing, it's important to learn what your clients like, um, what, how they um, interact, what I even ask like their Enneagram number. I'll ask things about their personality type. So I I know if they're visual learner, if they're better, um, you know, in person or virtual so that I can serve them in the best way and not just speak at them. And they're not processing, you know, the things that I'm teaching them on as well. So you definitely need to learn about each person every single time and not treat them like they're just another number. Right. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a good idea. Getting Enneagram numbers and things like that. I love this. So sometimes you do that. Sometimes you do birthdays or whatever special occasion. Mm -hmm. What other, like, what other tips can you think of of little, just little touches that aren't probably as hard. I think that people, business owners get so over, we all get so overwhelmed sometimes. So you think, Oh, one more thing to do crap. I got to email her for her birthday or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's not, (laughs) we need to calm down and realize that they're, it doesn't have to be difficult, right? Like, I agree. Uh, one thing, you know, we mentioned systems before, but automation. And what I say is if you can get everything set up on the front end. So let's say, you know, we're all excited. They're signing the contract or whatever. You need to carve out time for just onboarding. And even if it's not you, a virtual assistant or someone on your team, when you get that client to sign the contract and they gave you the money, don't do anything without any money now, but they gave you the money. Then from there, you need to have in your system where you block off time to get everything set up. So if you're using a CRM like Dubsado or HoneyBook or whatever, you can put the reminders of their birthdays. You can put a reminder for every three months on the first that you'll check in. So it looks like you were doing all the things, you know, but it's automated. And so you can, what I say is just carve out time to set up those automations, those check-ins, um, the reminders to actually send them that Starbucks gift card or whatever it is. So automation will definitely help make, remind you of what needs to happen. The canned email templates are great. So if you are doing those check-ins, you already have your emails that you will use for each client each time. And all you have to do is change their name or, you know, hope all is well with you and the family or the kids or the husband, or if they're single, just hope all is well with you, whatever it is but you can definitely um, have some automations and then tweak it as needed. Um, I think that is so important, but don't just try to like fly by the seat of your pants and try to do all this stuff through the process. And then it's choppy. So make it a part of your um, system and workflow by setting up automations on the front end so that you don't have to worry about it when it's time to actually show up and serve them. Oh, I like that. I didn't realize that you could do that sort of thing automated. I mean, you know, I know yeah, I do email marketing automated and, and a couple, you know, a couple of social media related things and stuff like that, but that's cool that you could actually have reminders set up for dates and check-ins and things like that. Yeah. I honestly, and sometimes just straight up Google calendar is, is yes. life. Like I don't know what I would do without it. 
I will put in there the client's birthday and like I have a friend's birthday it's coming up in like two weeks and I put a note oh start researching gift ideas and then I put in there next week to actually order said gift so you can legit just use a regular calendar to make it simple and simplify it that way to just know when you need to follow follow up and check it I love that you brought up Google Calendar. I just taught recently a class, a social media class about um, using it to plan out your content. So like if you were at that class, like now just go ahead and put it all in there, all in one. And you can put your social media posts, you can put your reminders for your clients, all the things you got to do. I mean, researching a gift, that sounds like something I would do because I don't know about you, but like my memory is not going to like... I. I don't know. I joke that my kids took half my memory. I don't know if that's true, (laughs) but I I really, seriously, I think I just got so much in my head that I will forget little things like that. So I love that you do that too. Like even something like, just like start researching for a gift, you know, everything is in that (laughs) Google calendar where Lord, I hope it never gets hacked or anything because I would be lost. (laughs) Right. I know. I know. Um, before I let you go, I would love to hear more about your podcast. So you, how long have you been doing that show? It'll be, I think it was, we're going on three years. Um, we're about to do start season six. And so by the end of this season, we'll hit a hundred episodes. And so the podcast is basically my platform to educate, to provide resources. We do amazing uh, interviews with our guests. And so it's half solo, half guest format. And the premise of it is just tools, tips, resources to help you live well-rounded as a business owner. And I have a lot of listeners that are nine to fivers. And so it's great because I always try to make it relatable to people, regardless of whatever season of life you're in, what type of work you do, but just tips on just how to navigate life in general. And so it's fun and it's, it's something that I'm just so blessed to be able to do. And I'm excited to jump back into it. That's awesome. Season six is going to be hundred episodes pretty soon. That's amazing. What a big accomplishment. I love that. Remind everybody what the name of the podcast is. It's living well-rounded, living well-rounded podcast. And if I know you'll put my name and all the things in the show notes, but I always tell people the blessing of having a name like Jamira is if you Google my name, all the things will come up that we're working on because it's a unique name and that, and you know, for obvious reasons. That's true. It is. Okay, cool. So, um, so yeah. And before I let you go, I want to tell everybody how they can find you. And like you said, we will put it in the show notes, but I want them to be able to hear it as well. Um, like what's the best website and the best way to follow you on social media? Like where, where do you usually hang out on social media the most? So Instagram is where I hang out the most. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at coach for creatives and four is F O R spelled out. And then my website is jamira.com. We're revamping that. And so by the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be ready for you where you can find some really great resources that are totally free to jumpstart your whole process to living well-rounded and, you know, elevating the client experience, getting your systems in order and all the things so that you can just, you know, take it to the next level as we move into a new year coming up. That's part. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect timing for everybody to be hearing this toward the latter part of the year. And you guys listen for real, like this is good stuff that Jamira teaches in general, because that it's like the kind of, it, to me, it's like level up stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you got to start somewhere and it, it might be a freaking mess when you're first starting and it's, you know, and that's okay. But when you start, start really moving on to that next level of like, you know, systems and workflows and all the calendars and reminders and really getting it together. Mm-hmm. I feel like that means that you've 
you've moved to the next level up. It's awesome. Absolutely. And we should always just think about ways to level up and it can, you start small baby steps. And so whatever you're doing, if you're doing one thing each day to move the needle forward, then you just need to pat yourself on the back. Can't do it all in one day, but try to do something each day to, to level up. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.